Michelangelo Signorelli on Sirius XM. Welcome back. I'm Michelangelo Cedarelli on Sirius XM Progress 127. James Obergefell married his husband, John Arthur, on a tarmac in Maryland. uh, And it was a story that really touched millions of people all across the country. We talked all uh, about it. Uh, John Arthur is suffering from ALS. It is a terminal illness. Uh, They wanted to get married. They wanted to make sure that they were married under the federal government after the Defense of Marriage Act was struck down by the Supreme Court. But they live in Ohio where there is a ban on marriage for gays and lesbians. And so they collected money. They... um, got a plane that could uh, put bedridden John Arthur on uh, the plane, and they landed in Maryland where there is marriage equality. They married there on the tarmac. Uh, And now a judge has ruled in Ohio, a federal judge, that they should have their marriage recognized on John Arthur's death certificate. Uh, And the state is actually fighting this uh, right now in court. Joining me... Uh, right now, uh, Jim Oberg- Obergefell. Jim, I'm so sorry I keep uh, <laughs> botching up your name there. Uh, really, just first off, congratulations on your marriage. Uh, such um, such a I- incredible and uh, I'm sure just a painful, uh, but but obviously uh, ecstatically happy period as well. Oh, absolutely um, joyful. I mean, it's been an incredible few weeks not something we ever thought we would experience. Talk a little bit about um, when you decided that you needed to do this. Jim, uh, John had been diagnosed with ALS about two years ago. Um, obviously, no one knew what was going to happen with the Defensive Marriage Act. What were you thinking, and how did it all come together? Right. Well, you know, for years, we've been together more than 20 years, and Marriage had come up previously, but it was never something that, you know, without true recognition, without our state or the federal government saying, yeah, you do exist, we never really, we didn't, we didn't pursue it. And then on the day the Supreme Court ruled, we were just at home watching it live, and when they ruled, I got up, went over, hugged John in bed, and said, let's get married, and... That was the start of it, and just to finally have that thought, our federal government actually will see us and say we exist. We, we just we wanted to make it happen. His disease had been uh, pretty advanced at that point. It would mean special uh, requirements in order to uh, get to Maryland. Um, you had raised uh, a lot of money for people from people helping you out. Correct. It, it was something where initially we thought, well, we could drive to New York because we have um, a good friend of ours, his aunt and her partner drove to New York and got married. But with John's health, being in a vehicle, you know, driving hundreds or a thousand miles would have just been way too difficult on him physically. So another friend threw out, well, Jim, why not? How about Maryland? She grew up in Maryland. So I started 
researching and realized that, oh, well, Maryland, I could go in advance and get the license because they require only one person to appear, whereas every other state requires both people to appear in order to get the license. And then I could come home, and then it would be a matter of how do we get John to Maryland? And, you know, the, the obvious thing was, well, we could potentially charter a flight. And I started looking into it with the help of our hospice service, and it was turning out to be just, you know, the initial estimates, which <laughs> I wish they had turned out to be the accurate one because it was almost double what, they, what their initial thoughts were. I just put something out on Facebook and said, hey, everybody, um, any ideas? Do you have any connections, any ideas of someone we could potentially get in touch with and get a deal or a discount of some sort on a medical charter? And people just immediately said, no, we're helping you pay for this, no questions asked, and you can't say no. And that, that's how it all came about, just by me saying, hey, any ideas to our friends and family. Wow. Uh, and then you uh, flew to Maryland. You married uh, on the tarmac. Uh, it was a story that blew up uh, all over the Internet, and I'm sure you heard from so many people who were sending their best wishes and their love. Oh, it's, it's been incredible. I mean, just the... The cards we've gotten from people out of the blue, the messages on Facebook, um, gifts in the mail, it's, it's truly been unbelievable that our story, you know, it's our story. We thought, okay, yeah, it's a nice story, but it, it obviously struck a chord and really has resonated with people around the world, and it makes me happy. It really does that people got something out of it, and it, and it moved people to reach out who don't know us to say congratulations it really it, it really, it really connected with so many people who um, really were with you in that moment and and certainly many people across the country who don't have the right to marry as you didn't in Ohio and now you're still in, and you're, you're really extraordinary both of you you're still here you are in this moment uh, and 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 all that you have to deal with with John's health, and you're still, um, you know, fighting this for other people. You took this to court. A federal judge has ruled that you, your marriage has to be recognized by the state, which bans marriage uh, for the sake of the death certificate. And the attorney general, uh, Mike DeWine, is fighting you there. Correct. Well, I, I believe he is. Honestly, over the past week, just for my own sanity, I've had to take a step back a little bit. I've not been paying attention to the news. I've not been reading things as much. Um, I don't truly know what, if anything, the state is doing right at the moment because we have our, right now we have the two-week temporary restraining order on that constitutional amendment. Once that expires, I, I don't know what's going to happen next. So it the judge's ruling is limited, in other words. Correct. And it was limited just specifically to us. Um, but the nice thing, or the really good thing, the, the encouraging thing in his order was he clearly stated he believes that constitutional amendment is unconstitutional and discriminatory. So that's what has so many people excited is, you know, here's a federal judge putting that in a ruling in black and white, set it in court, so that, that's the really encouraging thing. And, you know, right now we, we just have to see what happens. And it, it really all came about. This wasn't something we thought, you know, t never, never, never thought we'd be married, never thought we would file suit against the state of Ohio. And that all came up after we, after we married. But 
when I learned, you know, when John passes away, his death certificate, he would be listed as unmarried and my name would not be there. It broke my heart and made me mad. And it's also when I realized, you know what, this isn't just about the two of us. This is about a lot of other people. So filing suit and fighting it just became the, the natural thing to do. He is in hospice care uh, right now. Uh, obviously, he has been terminally ill, and it, it has only progressed. What has it been like for for him doing all of this as well as dealing with his illness? Has has he felt that this has actually carried him through in a sense? I, I think he hasn't specifically said that, but I I do believe that. I think it also helps him. I think it makes him happy to see me so involved in something and doing something that I, I that we both passionately care about. And I think it also just gives him something else to think about and I think that's really important for him. So he's been you know, he with his health he hasn't been in court, he hasn't done any interviews or anything. So in some ways he, he's pretty insulated from it, but he sees what I'm doing, and he knows the impact it's having on me and other people. So I, I, I know for certain it makes him happy. I, I want you to just extend uh, to him uh, all of our uh, wishes and thoughts and, and our thanks, our enormous thanks to both of you. I, I say that on behalf of so many people listening, so many people I've heard from. We've been talking about your story because it's really a gift that you've given, not just taking this to court, but being public about it, it's an enormously, enormously painful and personal period. And um, to let people in because they connect and allowing them to connect is, is really a, a wonderful thing you've done. And, and to let them also see the injustice and, 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 and go on fighting for themselves as well, it's an enormous thing. Well, um, I will definitely pass that along. And, you know, it just... I don't know. It, it wasn't a difficult decision, and it really has. The, the, the reaction we've received and just the goodwill we've gotten from everyone around this has made it all worthwhile. I mean, I'd do it again in a heartbeat, just having experienced what we have. It's, it's been worth it. Well, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out as well and, and talking to us, and um, we really uh, appreciate uh being able to just tell your story. And so, uh, again, thank you, and, and thank you to John as well. well. You're welcome, Michelangelo, and thanks so much for inviting me on. I, I was very happy to do this. Thank you. Uh, Jim Obergefell is uh, married now to John Arthur, who has ALS, otherwise known as Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, a terminal illness. He's in hospice care. He's near the end of his life. But before that happened. He was able to get married and then challenge uh, the ban on gay marriage in Ohio. They flew, as you heard, to Maryland uh, and uh, then went back to Ohio, and a judge has uh, ruled that their marriage must be recognized. Just by having their story out there, letting the whole world see the injustice and the horrible way they had to deal with the death of one of them, uh, truly uh, extraordinary, and uh, we certainly thank uh, both of them. We will be back in a couple of minutes. We're going to be speaking to Joe Jervis 
of JoeMyGod.com, all the latest. Of course, Joe is somebody who's come on our show for years when we were on Sirius XM Q. It's his first uh, time here on The Progress Show. And we're going to check in about the story that really has blown up over the weekend, the boycott of Stoli Vodka over the brutal anti-gay crackdown in Russia, of course, connected to the boycott of the Olympics and uh, all of the attention around the crackdown. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. The Michelangelo Signorelli Show.